For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's the Mike Kelter Show. It's the Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 8.58 in the morning. We're going to be joined by James Murray, better known to you as Murr from the Impractical Jokers, who's been on this show one time before. One time? Uh, one time. Last time as an author. We Skyped in with him, or Zoomed him, whatever you call it now, and uh, we Zoomed in with him, and he had written a fiction book, and he's written a couple, I guess, which he's, uh, he's quite good at for people who enjoy that kind of science fiction fiction. And now he is out doing comedy, which we are unaware. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know what kind of stand-up it is, but if it's him just up there talking and telling stories and funny things and you like the Impractical Jokers, it's got to be great. Uh, Murr is like the Mo of our generation. <laughs> right? He he's right here. He's doing stand-up. He's uh, doing movies. Oh, you mean Mo? I thought you meant like of the Three Stooges. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta, I'm writing this down because that's a good question for Murr to compare the the Jokers to the Stooges. Who is who? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. who, do you have, who do you have as Mo? Uh, Mo would be uh, no. Mo would be uh, Sal because oh, even really? though Sal's funny and stuff, like he's a lot of time he's more serious. I think uh, I think that Joe is absolutely curly. Joe Joe is curly. Yeah, yeah. Joe is curly. 100%. Sal, uh, yeah, Sal is maybe. And then Q is Larry. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then uh, makes Mer Shemp. Is Mer Shemp? <laughs> oh man, I love Shemp. You do Shemp, more Shemp, than Curly. Shemp no. is uh, Shemp. Uh, I think is my favorite of the Stooges. I Shemp is great. Shemp is great. Shemp came. Shemp is. Uh, the other brother to Mo and Curly. Mo and Curly were real brothers, mm-hmm. the Howard brothers. Shemp was the third one. They didn't think Curly should have the comedy role because he was too handsome. And uh, then Curly left, and uh, Curly Joe Dorita came in. Then there was another Joe yeah. and, and Shemp. And, but Shemp was in and out. He wasn't always there. And Shemp was fantastic. Shemp was good. Yeah. Oh, Shemp. He, he, um, he at. He added a combination of Mo and Curly t- to his character. <laughs> I don't know. The Howard Brothers' unfortunate hair. Oh, my God. Such unfortunate hair. Well, by design. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then I'm going to say this, and I've said it before, and I can't deny it. I've said it once. It's on the record. The remake movie with Will Sasso was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did a great job as those characters. I just didn't. I just didn't think. I mean, I thought, who would do this and why? And then all three of those guys were fantastic. And then the guy who played Mo, you were like, I've never even heard of this guy, and he was great. Yeah, uh, he was on Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd been on a lot of right, things, but he yeah. wasn't a very like you. You look at all these famous people, and you're like, oh, this guy would have been great at this. this sure, guy heard of that. Yeah, uh, Murr right. is on the phone now. Let's welcome back Murr to the show. Murr uh, uh, from the Impractical Jokers. How are you, buddy? Hi, guys. Good morning. How are you? It was great. Last time we had you on, I was saying we were, we were zooming with you, with your uh, talking about your book. We we were, and now we're talking on the phone again. We've downgraded to, to phones again. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? I mean, really, it's kind of uncomfortable when you stare at each other. Nobody wants to do it early in the morning, you know. Like now, I'm not even wearing shoes, 
So it's great. You, you, <laughs> what are you wait now? Are you here already? Are you down in Fort Myers? Not yet. I uh, we, we uh, Joey and I were in L.A. We got back late last night. Um, we were filming like a, a guest spot on another show, and now I'm coming back down to there, uh, your parts uh, tomorrow. Now I have to go to L.A. this weekend. How bad is it? It's you know they just uh, reinstated everything again. So oh. uh, we, uh, only in the past only in the past like week. So I was there like uh, like a month or two ago. It was great. And then we were here there this week, and it wasn't so great. So, you know. so I have to go this weekend, and then next Tuesday I have to do a thing for Burt Kreischer that's going to be in the Hollywood Improv with a bunch of people. And I'm hoping by that point they all get nervous and they cancel it so I don't have to go. Are, are, you, are, you, are you friends with Burt? Like, good yes. friends? Yes, Burt's one of my... He's, he's a good friend of ours. I love him. He was I know. on the uh, Joker's Cruise last time. Yes, he uh, he uh, he and uh, Bobby Kelly and I do a podcast together, and I know he's one of your guys. And Bert, I know you guys like Bert. Uh, I love, I love that the the stand up community welcome the impractical jokers who are really not traditionally stand ups. Uh, you know, you guys are are reality improv guys, and normally comedians will snub their nose at people like you, but they love you guys. We, uh, you know, we're, we're very handsome. Is I think yeah. like, we're more handsome yeah. than the average guy. So yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. So a million years ago, I'm going back like 2006, long before Jokers. Um, I was like a, a TV producer, uh, faking my way through the industry, and we had sold a show, a celebrity bowling show, <laughs> and Bert was the host of the celebrity bowling show for for a pilot episode and it sucked it was so bad (laughs) (laughs) was Bert was Bert bad he was hysterical he was great it just it just wasn't a good idea for TV go figure not everything's a TV show (laughs) Bert's Bert's not a because if you know Bert and back then you probably didn't really know what Bert was capable of everybody uh but uh Bert is not a host he's a star so when you try to make him you you know the host is supposed to move things along. He's gonna get all the attention all the time. Okay, okay, throw your ball. Now try to throw an overhand. I can just see him trying to do trying to do a bowling show. I right, know you get the seven times just crying all the time and taking his shirt off. Um, now you, I, I don't know if you remember, but I I uh, grew up in Staten Island as well. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. So you are in. You guys are in Farrell. What is the first thing? Like, are all of you together, Joe? Too. Yeah, all four of us. We met literally the first day of uh, high school. No joke. Oh, okay. And and uh, so at what point? Because I I, I always say my friends of Staten Island are are way funnier than I am. At what point are you guys like we can do something with this as opposed to hey we're just four funny goombas? It was the, the, again the same moment, the first day of high school. No, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was uh, dude, it was uh, fifteen years later. <laughs> you know, it, it was after we graduated college. We came back together and. It took a long time. It took ten years to get uh, on TV. You know, performing like every you know every month, and it was crazy. Uh, I, I I'll tell you, I went to um, a meeting one time at True TV's office in Manhattan, and it was probably like uh, in the third season of Jokers, and because mm-hmm. what it was Court TV, and then they made it True TV, and then basically. Yep. When I walked into that building, I was like, "So True TV is Impractical Jokers Channel." I mean, they were they were like. The, we have this show, and then we have some sort of karaoke show, and they're like, but basically, Impractical Jokers is what's keeping this whole station alive. It's so weird. I, I don't have cable TV, right? I steal my friend's password. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, an at and app, so I steal his password and occasionally turn it on, like uh, a new episode, like tonight, you know? And uh, so, But when I go to, like, a hotel, they always have True TV, and I'll be flipping through the channels, 
And I, I just don't realize it because I don't see it like that. But we're on TV 33 hours a day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they, they, they overlap old episodes of Jokers with new episodes of Jokers. They have Jokers, Jokers episodes playing twice at the same time in picture in picture. It's crazy. <laughs> Between you guys and Law and & Order, we don't need any more shows. That's right. <laughs> we yeah. can just watch that for the rest of our life. We're the Dick Wolf of comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, Murr, and, and I've said this before, uh, it is it is such a funny show that I, you know, how many times do you think you could watch a show where you see the reveal and then watch it again and it'd still be funny? I mean, it really is, I, and it's obviously because we've all, we've all, you know, grown to love all of you guys, and watching it once or twice, and then and then the fact that me, like, I'm, I'm my wife and I think it's hilarious, but then my 14-year-old son loves it, and my 8-year-old daughter thinks you guys are hilarious, so the fa- and there's not really a lot of shows that the whole family can really watch together. That's awesome. That, that, that's honestly the biggest compliment we, we could ever possibly receive. That's yeah. wild to me. It's, and it's so true. I mean, it's so genuine because we watch it, and, and, like, you'll watch a show, and then you'll have two seasons of it, and you'll be like, oh, it's the same old thing. It's not. And every time you dummies do something dumbier, it makes me <laughs> laugh so much. And the the <laughs> fact that you were out. i got to tell you. i got to tell you. I think, I think one of the best punishments we've ever done aired, like, a week ago. This is perfect, perfect stories from the pandemic, right? We're like, how do we reimagine uh, the show? How do we do it differently? And we came up with a punishment. We spent a boatload of money to license um, – Bette Midler's song, Wind Beneath My Wings, right, right which is an epic power ballad, right? And we, we know that Joe Gatto can't sing for, he sucks, he's so bad, right? He's tone deaf. So we made him sing that song to this, honestly, this, the, the most sincere, best of his ability. We made him sing it in front of thousands of fans on, on Zoom. It was <laughs> like cats getting run over on the freeway. It was so bad. And then we, he sung it so bad, I sent the clip to Bette Midler. Our manager was able to get in touch with her manager, what have you. We sent the clip to her because we wanted her to record a selfie video reacting to it, honestly. Uh-huh. And, and all she did was she sent us back an email that said, not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Better than anything she could have done. Yeah. I love the idea that we made Bette Midler's uh, IBS act up that day. You know? <laughs> Not my cup of tea. That's awesome. Uh, uh, we're talking to Murr. Murr is uh, from the Impractical Jokers. She's going to be doing. Now, do you do stand-up? I know Sal was doing stand-up for a while. Are you, are you, or do you go up there telling stories, or what do you got? Yeah, it's up up there telling stories, but I do like lots of fun interactive stuff with the audience too. I, I literally hand out my cell phone to the crowd, and they uh-huh. can airplay whatever they want from my phone onto the screen. And I've got to explain myself, you know. <laughs> I've got eleven years of crazy stuff, you know. Uh, and then we uh, then I borrow some of the audience's cell phones and. Um, yeah, so you got a whole show. You're not just doing you know, up there telling uh, fake jokes and stuff. It's like a real thing about you. That's it's what like I think people thing. super interactive and fun and family friendly. Yeah, I think people will want to say that's at Off the Hug Comedy Club, Captain Brian's place. Have you been out there yet? Not yet. I'm excited to go. It's a red lobster with a stage, but you'll be fine. You'll have a good time. No, that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm I'm totally kidding. We we used to tease people all the time because he's in a new club now, which is a bigger and uh, and nicer club. But back when he was on Marco Island, we used to tell people that all the time that it was a red lobster with a stage. But he really brings in some of the best comedians play there, so it's a great spot. We we always we always joked that at, at the end of our career. We'd end up playing just for crab legs. Like they would pay us. We just we work for crab legs. <laughs> how, how about Q? Last time we had Q on the phone, he he was like, um, 
I was talking about you guys how how much money you must all be making now and how good that is for you. And how, <laughs> and I said, Q, you used to run into buildings that were on fire, and now you just get to make dumb jokes and you're a millionaire. And he's like, uh, I go, how much better is that life? And he goes, No, you want to know it's so worse. He goes, Sometimes I go down and volunteer at the fire department. How crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, th- I think that's just keeping us real, you know. Yeah. I gladly watch Q run to buildings from the side <laughs> in the safety of my home. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys uh, yeah. do you guys uh, branch out? Like, do you pair up? Like, is, uh, if you were, you know, to like, I don't know, like, do you have a, a one that you're closer with than the other ones in the group? No, it's not like that. You know, it, it, I think it's all kind of equal friendship. It's, it's weird because there's no one else in the world that has has experienced this together then you know it's like i can't talk to anyone other than the three of them about everything going on you know yeah. like i can't you know it, it's hard to kind of talk to other people about it because there's so many things that we um uh do together we spend so much time together it's hard to imagine uh, it, it without any one of us you know did you go through this yet or are you afraid that it might happen that stage where you are going to be mad and not like each other for a couple months where it just from being so close together for so long we went, we went through that years ago. We went through that um, maybe 2016 and got, and got past it, and now it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I just it, wondered. It happens, it, like, it happens to everybody. 2016, we were, like, we were like spending like eight days a week together. You know, it was like crazy. We were on tour so much. And then, um, and then it worked itself out like it always does. Most of it was because I was a jerk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you the one? Are you the one that is, is like the, the – I'm not the jerk, but like, because you're kind of, I would imagine you're kind of like the business mind because you do have the producing background and all that stuff. Are you the one that's kind of like the boss of the deal? I don't think it's that. I think it's, um, uh, I, I, I had very little prospects for a good whole uh, balanced life before this. <laughs> right. you know? So, but now, now I'm married and I got a puppy and, you know, I've, I've, I've calmed down a bit. But before that, I just had a, um, a higher tolerance for work. Like, I just worked all the time. You know what I mean? And that's a problem because, Go figure. Not everybody has a you know the same kind of you know priorities in life. You know, some Be, people like to enjoy and live life. You know, <laughs> when you were successful with this show and single, I don't know. I don't know the marriage status of all the guys, so I'm not trying to bust anybody. But when you when you said you were married now, but when you were single, was the amount of girls uh, were you like? Can you believe this is actually happening? We're like rock stars, dude. L- look at the four of us. Obviously, we clean up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we yeah, no, wait a minute. We're, we're the kind of guys you settle for. You know, we're, we're the kind of guys that when you see the guy married to someone, you're like, yep, he's not going to cheat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you know, that's, but then all of a sudden you mix in, you mix in fame, and girls are always like, uh, I don't, I don't want a guy with uh, abs. I want a guy who makes me laugh. Well, there you go. There's four of the funniest goddamn guys you'll ever see. And uh, I know that. I mean, look, I can tell you, I know that girls like you guys because when you would come here to do a tour, that's when girls would start calling the show. Is anyone hey, getting practical joker ticket? You know. So I know that that's <laughs> trickling down to you guys as well. And look, I, again, I'm not trying to shine a bad light on you at all. I just know that you probably had single days, and and uh, it must have been great for you. We uh, we we definitely don't have abs. So, ladies, you know, <laughs> you know, if you're looking for four flabs, that's what we got. <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode or a favorite moment on the show? Oh, good question. Um, do I have a favorite episode? There, yeah, there, there's one moment. Like, I, I think about it, like, if you know, if I have kids one day and my kid gets older, I was like, what is what did dad just used to do before yeah. he died? Like, and I, I would I would show them one moment from the show, and that, that I think is representative of the entirety it's a moment where we were working uh as receptionists and it was joe's turn and he's out there on the floor behind a desk 
There's a person in the waiting room waiting to go in. And um, and he's sitting on one of those bouncy balls that sometimes sometimes people yeah. sit on for like good posture, yeah, you know, yeah. instead yeah. of a chair. He's sitting there and we said, Joe, uh, we want you to bounce on the ball and, and fall off because you have no balance <laughs> and knock the garbage pail over in the in the office. So he does. He knocks the garbage pail over. Uh, a half-eaten sandwich <laughs> from a previous turn falls out of the trash can. <laughs> Joe grabs the half-eaten sandwich, starts eating it, and going nom, 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 nom. <laughs> which the, the, it makes Q laugh so hard that he throws up in the back. Of the, he goes. The sound of Q throwing up makes Sal gag and start to throw up, and I'm oblivious to the whole thing and eating lo mein the entire time. <laughs> that, that 30 seconds is perfect personality, I think. Uh, Raps, uh, that defines the whole, uh, all the seasons of the Impractical Jokers. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a crap. Q's life is so hard he's throwing up. The sound of him throwing up makes Sal throw up, and Joe is just making us all laugh. Yeah, oh, I love it. I, I love the, the thing I think that attracted me to the show the first time. My, at least my first memory was watching you guys uh, at the buffet taking stuff off of other people's plates. Oh, yeah. That, that was, oh, yeah. That That's was one dangerous. of my favorites. And that, and that was like in Jersey, too, which is even more dangerous. And then yeah. um, then I love more recently when I've seen when uh, when they do a thing where um, I can't remember all the scenarios, but you would, the guy was – you guys were facing a, uh, a glass – and and you'd had a, a person in front of you, and then they would oh, flash yeah. flash things behind them, and and you had to try not to laugh, and the ridiculous yeah. things that were going on in the background. I was like, because you could tell as the show's budget grew over the years, the more things you got you were Gary able Busey to do. in there, yeah, yeah. celebrities yeah. and stuff. Uh, By the way, that's a great description of what Merge has said. The thirty seconds, that's perfect uh, snapshot of the show. Uh, that does not work for your Wikipedia because it says for genres, it says reality, which we understand. Hidden camera, got that. Cringe comedy, yes, and then black comedy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's doing the Wikipedia. Nailed it. Yeah. I, I, I take pride in that, man. I, I you're the number one. Most underrated black comedy underrated. <laughs> you, you guys in Soul Plane. <laughs> well, look. If you can't trust Wikipedia, man. Anyways, that was great talking to you. What is the what is the uh, uh, exit plan? Are you guys going to go as long as you can, or are you like, man, we got about three more years and we're done with this? We, uh, you know, as uh, our goal was always, uh, if we're still laughing, we're going to keep going, and we're laughing more than ever. So we uh, we got picked up for season ten. We uh, we're shooting season nine at the moment. We start ten next uh, next January, and uh, we just announced the the tour, the Scoops and Katadas tour, starts uh-huh. up in November, which I'm really excited about. Um, going back on tour with the guys, and um, you know, it, as long as people uh, keep laughing, we'll keep doing it. Is it getting harder for you because you're so uh, recognized now to do things that you know without people going on? Because I love I love when you're in the store and people recognize you, and you guys kind of whisper like, "Yeah, we're filming right now." You know, like mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. But I mean, it's got to get harder and harder, right? No, you know, I think the the pandemic kind of helped with that because all of us gained weight. Sal now looks like Javier Bardem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, that what he looks a little bit like he should write a manifesto about the government in the woods somewhere. <laughs> you <know? laughs> if you could continue to drop stuff on Sal's shoes, that would make my life complete. <laughs> I guarantee you it's going to happen. Oh, my Don't worry. Uh, go see James Murray, Murr, from the Impractical Jokers at Captain Brian's Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples. Uh, this is it, is it Friday and Saturday or both? Uh, both Saturday, nights? Sunday, yeah. You got oh, it. Oh, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sorry. Okay. Uh, always love having you on the show. You guys are great. I hope you keep doing it as long as you can. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys when you come to town, my man. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great day, Murray. There you go. You too.
Bye-bye. Uh, Murph and the Impractical Jokers. I like that guy, man. Uh, I like them all. You know who's the only one who hasn't been on the show? Um, Sal? Q? Q? No. Oh, well, you know what? I'm sorry. No, That's yeah, a... they've all been on, right? No, uh, Joe is the only one who hasn't been on. No, we, no, we had, Joe. We had, we had Joe. Joe. During the pandemic, when it first started, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Was, I, was I here? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, you brought up uh, about me loving dogs, and he loves dogs. Yeah, because oh, he, he wrote the, the dog, dog book. book. Yeah. I, dear, I do not recall that. Yeah. And I was the one with the COVIDs back then. I don't recall that. Now that Galvin said about the dogs, I do remember that, but mm-hmm. I don't. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we've had Joe then. We've had uh, Murr. We've had Q. We have had Q. Yes, because yeah. Q was the first one we had on because they were coming to town. They weren't that popular yet, but they were coming to town, the Tenderloins. Mm-hmm. And I asked to speak to Q and let him know that on my junior prom, I did dirty stuff to his cousin. <laughs> uh, and he was like, which one? And I go, Sandra. And he goes, oh, good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, Joe in Spanish and I were in a movie with Q, so that was cool. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sal I've had on the podcast, so that's what I'm thinking. I don't think Sal's ever been on this show. Yeah, I don't know if he has. I know for sure that Joe, Murr, and Q all have. I'm not sure about Sal, though. I will tell you this. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this. Oh, oh I will tell you this. This is going to be great. <laughs> I will be on the next Impractical Jokers cruise. That's you, all I have to you say. You booked your room? No, we got mm. a call. Oh, we got a call. That's it. Leave it at that. I got wow. too much. I've, already, I've already said too much. I've already said too much. It is after the uh, Caltech cruise, so let's concentrate on that okay. one first. I don't know what I'm more excited about. I, I'll be honest. The postcard didn't seem like it was going to be a fun time. But the cruise is really what we're looking forward to. But having been out to the postcard inn and going over the plan of where everybody's going to be and what we're going to do, then I got more excited for that. Plus, that's first and it's three days. Yeah. Uh, and that also, I mean, let's think about it. That'll be here before you know it because we're already almost into August. Next week is August. Mm-hmm. And this is September 17th through the 19th at the postcard inn. And we are celebrating my travels through my mother's birth canal, my 50th birthday, uh, which is going to be starting on Friday at 6 o'clock at the postcard inn. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, it'll go all the way till Sunday. And then Sunday we will leave and go over to the Bucks game for the tailgate party. So if you're a Bucks fan and going to the game, we're going to spend an awful lot of time together. And I am encouraging you to book your room at the Postcard Inn and to book it now before it sells out. Because we have a small uh, block of rooms that were left. And uh, they are going quickly. And as we get closer, it will sell more. And you will have some advantage to booking a room as opposed to just showing up and partying, which you're also welcome to do. I'm going to tell you right now, the one downside that it has, and that's not at the postcard, and that's the entire beach, is parking is going to be a disaster. If you are not coming and staying at the hotel, I would Uber there. But your best bet is to come, park your car, and don't move it for three days. Because we are going to be staying at the postcard inn. On Friday, we're going to be having a luau in a special area where we will have a pig roast right there on the beach. Then on Saturday, we're going to get up around noonish, and we're going to have a volleyball tournament, which you should be happy for. Oh, I'm very excited for the volleyball tournament, especially because I've been tightening up my knees every you night. Be, you know, be ball boy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, give me them balls. Uh, we're going to be doing a, uh, a volleyball tournament. We're each going to have a team. We're going to be drafting you people out there to play with us. Uh, we're also going to be doing a bunch of other uh, uh, beach-type games that Bud Light will be putting on out there with us. 
And then at night, uh, there is a huge stage that's built between the bar and the pool, and we're going to be doing a big Pitbull Toddler concert. Our friend Bobby Kelly will be there, and a bunch of other people will be hanging out with us. If you'd like to go, I would go to theboneonline.com right now, get all the information, and then book your room at the Postcard Inn. Whether you go Friday, Saturday, or whether you get a room for just Saturday or just Friday, whatever your plans are, do it now before it gets too late because it's, as it gets closer, things are just starting to disappear. And I don't want you guys to be shut out. And I don't want people to go, well, if we can't get a room, we're not going to go. Get your room now. Put the deposit down and come on out there and join us. Uh, I'm, I got to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to the pig roast. Has anybody ever actually been to a pig roast? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, pig roast is the way to go. Yeah. We used to do it um, at my in-law's house. Uh. Now, did you do it where you put it on a spit? No, we would do it where they put it like in the box. And you oh, bury like a hot box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like a, I roasted yeah. a few pigs in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that is the way that I had it, too, is it's where delicious. they buried it. Yeah. yeah. That's a Cuban way of doing it in Miami. That I, one time I was like, we're having a pig roast, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, nobody's cooking this pig. It's got to take hours. Mm-hmm. Where, when are we doing the pig? And then all of a sudden, they just started digging out. They literally put dirt and stuff on top of it after they, you know, it's in a box. But they they uh, they dig a hole. They put the coals in the fire. Then they put the pig in. They put the fire on top of it, and they just mm-hmm. let it sit there all day. And man, was that the best stuff ever! Have you had it where they wrap it in the salt and the banana leaves? I haven't, but I've seen that on That's TV. Very very good. Yeah, because my uncle used to do that. Oh, that takes some skill though, because if you screw yeah. that up, then you're just eating a block of salt. Yeah, but surprisingly, he never yeah, screwed if you do up. It right. No, yeah, if you do it right. He's yeah. dead now. Unfortunately, oh, we, we too much salt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's really good. You know how they kill them? They, uh, I mean, how they buried them? They wrapped them in <laughs> wrapped them in salt and banana leaves, put them in the ground. That's right. Uh, all right, we must take a break, and then uh, we will be back with more fun and exciting entertainment. Check us out at Instagram dot com slash the Mike Calta Show. There's some interesting stuff that went down yesterday uh, on there. This is just a, a, a simple. A simple lesson on whether or not you should post things that are rude. <laughs> Go look at it now and enjoy it for yourself. And that also cheaties on there. It's the Mike Calta Show. This is 1025 The Bone.